Armstrong and Getty. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. And there was a thought that he was going to steamroll here in Texas. Not so fast, my friend. This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. It's Whoop-Ass Wednesday, which traditionally follows Super Tuesday. Live from Studio C. C, Senior. A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Oh, Joe Biden. Back and better than ever off the schneid. He's won some states. Not only that, he surged into the delegate lead. What's Folks, what's old is new. Schneid is a schneid. <laughs> the comeback grandpa. You know what the real story today would be, or should be, is early voting. We should decide as a country whether we think that's a good idea or not. If you take away early voting, well, Biden had the second most amazing night or week in politics in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump will always and forever will be the most surprising result of any political election ever but um uh, second is joe biden and here here, here. And, and there's all kinds of data to back that up and and uh, people have been studying this for for 70 years agree and blah 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 it would be significantly more than that you take away early voting all the exit polling showed that biden dominated among people that showed up at the polls yesterday including in california and uh, where California had a million and a half votes come in early. It was the, well, I'd, I'd probably vote for Biden, but he's got nothing going on. He's, hey, he's got no chance. He's out of it. I heard Joe Getty say it. <laughs> Whoops. He sorry. finished. <laughs> Joe Biden finished fourth in New Hampshire. Wow. Fourth. Wow. <laughs> after finishing third in Iowa. Well, as you know, Jack, you can't possibly go forward after a finish like that. And uh, according to the talking, so heads. for whatever reason, for the way things work, and this will be talked to death by people who talk these things to death. But so the, the early voters thought, well, that guy can't win. And you take away early voting and Biden just runs away with this thing. So here is a statistic that I hope somebody will jot down and inflict back upon me uh, when we dare to talk about the next election cycle. If we're still employed, just heard this morning that in Virginia, which is a cheek bejowl with D.C. People in Virginia, and the bulk of the population is in the northern part, which is D.C. suburbs. There may be no more hyper-political state in the Union than Virginia. It's certainly in your top tier. 50% of primary voters decided who they were going to vote for at the last second, <laughs> literally at the polls, that's according just, to exit polls. I just, that's just so hard to imagine. What have we been doing for the last six months? <laughs> six months? What are you talking about? Six minutes. Two years. Too much. Well, right. What have we been doing for two years? Right. 
talking about the early polling shows. It's oh, please, remember please when, don't let me fall for this again. When remember when we used to have the numbers up on the screen and we would mock it. Wait a second, the election is a year and a half away. Right, exactly, four hundred and thirty-two days. And Iowa, Iowa is a year away. So right, what are we doing? Yeah, I know. Um, I know it. I, I, you know, I'd punch myself in the face if I thought I could, you know, muster up some good power from that distance, but I can't. So. <laughs> But I'm going to wrap this chain around your head. Yeah, I got no head wrapping chain, Joe. So there are so many nuggets from this that are delicious. I, uh, you know, I hate experts. I don't believe they really exist. In most areas of uh, <laughs> tell that to my business cards, Jack. <laughs> you know, I should have had you do my surgeries. <laughs> That's a different thing. Oh, Science okay. and surgery Sorry. a different thing. Outside of those kind of sorts of things, though. I do not believe expertise exists. I gave up on that years ago, and I stand my by, by my beliefs. Can you give us a couple of examples? I mean, where does it where start po- and end? <laughs> These political pundits who oh, spent okay. their whole lives, for instance. I'm, I'm talking people who've run campaigns. You have to do this. You have to do that. There's no way you can do this without doing that. Blah, blah, blah. It turns out right. to be completely wrong. Right. Completely wrong. They're always fighting the last war, Jack. And uh, Biden won states where he had never stepped foot in the state in this race and had zero uh, campaign volunteers. Ground, ground game, as they say. Z- zero, not a weak ground game. Nobody, not one person. Not a joke. Knocking on a door or manipulating Facebook or any of those crazy things. Me wow. and him had the same ground game well, in many of these states. Exactly. Right. Although I will point out, you don't need to be in a state to manipulate Facebook. That's true. kind of what the Internet is. True. But I hear you. I hear you. He had no go- get out the vote, pounding on doors, mini buses, or whatever. Half of the states he won, he'd never visited, which is absolutely incredible. So uh, take a suck of that to the various people who do that for a living. Of course, if you do that sort of thing for a living, speaking of experts and like consultants in the radio industry, um, uh, if you do that sort of thing for a living, your 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 entire living is based upon convincing people. Oh yeah, that knowing the expertise. You know, having the expertise in that area is the reason you have to pay me all this money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we, uh, we've worked with people who we will work with personally and then see them at industry gatherings presenting themselves. And, and we've come to realize, oh, that's their skill. Coming off as some sort of guru. That's what they're good at. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what these people do. The panel full of people agreeing with each other. <laughs> Again, trading shop-worn wisdom that doesn't work in this century. Anyway. Uh, the you results can, are in, and, and I, it's on they go. Yeah, um, it's it, the, the the reporting is as bad as the so-called experts. Everybody going on and on about how Joe Biden won, and he he did. He won states, which in terms of electability, the electoral college says something. But in terms of delegates, which is how they actually select a candidate, it's extremely close between the two old geezers. Yeah, it's really hard to make up ground, though, the way they the way they do it. Um, uh, well, they're more, only, so probably going to be you know eighty delegates apart. More on that later. Um, but it's just it, it it's extraordinary. He was dead a week ago. He won states that he was behind by double digits just a couple of days ago in the polls. What polls? Well, it's not that the I don't think it's that the polls were wrong. It's um, it's it's that they're useless. It, well, it, it's he, figuring out voters is it, you talk about an art rather than a science. Mm-hmm. It's just there's just just no figuring out voters, right? Or the momentum, or the way you know people feel about things. It's just there's no figuring that out. Which polls? All of them. 
Okay. There you go. There are a couple campaign consultants. Well, if 50% <laughs> of the people in Virginia decide as they're ambling up to the poll who they're voting in, I'm never uh, voting for. I'm never uh, looking at another poll, political poll. Forget it. Not even a one. Which polls? All of them. Right. Okay. Okay. You start mentioning polls as we get close to November, I'm going to, uh, you know, get to, uh, I'm going to shuffle my papers. Check the sports section. Ooh, two and a half games back, I'll think to myself as I rub my chin. (laughs) But go ahead. Polls. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. And um, Joe Biden's feeling it, and we'll play some of his speech last night, but similar to Saturday night in South Carolina, he's got his mojo back. There's no doubt about that. Um, He he had to be thinking this is over. Oh, yeah. A week ago right now, he had to be thinking, you know, it's probably over. He was starting to come to terms over his loss. He was ruminating in his mind how he was going to give the speech and what he was going to say to people. You know, a close friend just had a uh, a relationship end, a long-time love relationship end. It's very difficult and everything, but the person admitted to me that uh, they'd been mourning the relationship for a while before it broke off because they knew in their heart it had to break off. I think Joe Biden was in the mourning period. He realized, look, I gave it the best shot. Um, You know, I'm an old man. I'm going to go sit by the lake. Or uh, wherever he sits. <laughs> but Don't tell him back. where to sit. Now, I, Joe Getty, have been uh, loud, proud, out, saying there's no chance he could get the nomination because he's terrible at running for president. I would like to uh, explain slash defend myself okay. at some point because this is an humiliating defeat for me. No, but I don't know. I want to talk, uh, talk more later because we got to get to mailbag and everything like that. But just how many different factors are involved? It's the reason that, that experts can be wrong, and they should quit acting like they know because they don't there's so many factors involved <laughs> right there's right. just there's so many moving parts to yes. figuring this out there's just no way you could ever drop a formula of predicting what's going to happen exactly especially now i mean these are just odd times yeah but uh, anyway we got to introduce everybody in the squad we'll start there with our board operator michelangelo pressing buttons flipping toggles pulling levers how are you this morning michael uh, pretty good you know what i think happened though is that bernie had so much support from young people i feel like Older adults have come into the party, pushed the kids out, and said, all right, we're here now. Now the real voting has started. There, there definitely is some well, of that. Pay People... back for all the OK Boomer comments. <laughs> yeah, take that. <laughs> Who's okay, Boomer, now, young one? Well, people with jobs said, okay, now I'm going to take a break from my living my life to vote, unlike you feverish college kids. And your hashtags. And your hashtags and your your chanting and your pot. So they shuffled into the booth, they cast their boat for Biden, they shuffled out, okay, millennial, got in their uh, big a giant job. car and drove home. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> There's positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. My favorite analysis from last night came from, uh, I believe it's an NBC uh, reporter, Alex Seitzwald. Uh, one potential loser tonight is campaigns, like in general. Joe Biden had one field office in Virginia, was outspent 7-1 to one by Sanders and almost 100-1 to one by Bloomberg in all Super Tuesday states, and he barely campaigned, and yet... Had the good day. Did you know how many people are out there selling the idea to candidates who have gazillions of dollars that, oh, no, you need me and my team to do this and that? Mm -hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, no kidding. They're bummed. (laughs) Oh, very much so. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Wednesday, March 4th, the year 2020, where Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regulations at Mark. There is your projected winner in American Samoa, the former mayor of New York, Michael Bloomberg. There you go. You know what you 
get for a half a billion dollars worth of advertising? You win American Samoa. Yes! And nothing else. Yes, American got Samoa. got a delegate. Fascinating, <laughs> fascinating island nation there, Jack. It's territory, about 56,000 people. Fantastic. They've come a long way since the first contact with the Western world in the mid-18th century. More on that later. How does mailbag look? <laughs> I doubt it. Oh, it's okay. It's good. Actually, it's better than okay. It's good. It's amusing. Still waiting for uh, California results to dribble in. Biden did win Texas. More on all this later on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. only win for a half a billion dollars, American Samoa. He had seven full-time campaign workers for a total voter turnout of 100 people. That is hilarious. That is beyond parody. You would know personally, intimately, your individual uh, campaign worker. Oh, yeah, and they would know you, and they'd say, so, hey, Jim, did you get our vote yesterday? No, no, you know, we... (laughs) My toilet backed up, and I was kind of busy plunging in stuff. And you'd be heartbroken. <laughs> you know, you've been working with this person for months. They didn't show up. Mailbag. Woo! Our freedom-loving quote of the day today comes from Abraham Lincoln. I bring it up because his second inaugural address uh, came up during the show yesterday, and we never worked our way back to it. But There's a new book out called Every Drop of Blood that is fantastic. I yeah, love it. And, and so our freedom-loving quote of the day comes from his uh, closing paragraph, and I bring it up for a specific reason which I'll explain in a moment or two. With malice toward none, with charity for all, with firmness in the right, as God gives us to see the right, let us strive to finish the work we're in, to bind up the nation's wounds, to care for him who shall have borne the battle, and for his widow and his orphan. And he goes on, but I bring that up because one of the things we're kind of big on around here is we uh, need to be doing a better job of taking care of our veterans. And when Bernie Sanders was the head of the Veterans Affairs Committee in the Senate, they did a terrible, terrible job. And when it was all coming to light, the the scandal in Phoenix and all over the country, Bernie was defending the bureaucracy, not the veterans. Moving along. Talking about the great comeback story that Biden is, and it's amazing. Our best comeback story is clearly after the Civil War. As I'm reading this book, it's doing a great job of laying out just what a mess. It all was. Oh, yeah. And uh, for a long time. I, I don't think many people would have predicted that we'd ever really come back together the way we have. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm tempted to go off on that tangent, but we will move along. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Ah, from uh, Frank in San Diego. Uh, guys, you were talking about if you bump into more than one jerk in a day, you're probably the jerk. It's you, the perceiver. Uh, my, I offer this. It's always you. The world is as you are. On a great day, from your point of view... Whatever I am, you are! (laughs) On a great day, from the perceiver's point of view, no matter who you bump into, friend, foe, or jerk, it is all you, how they are digested, evaluated, or experienced. When you're happy and healthy, the world is perceived as such. When you're having a bad time, then the world is colored as such. Uh, Etc., etc. Well, Um, aren't you the Dalai Lama? For me, the simple goal is being content. That means being okay with what is and what is not. All right, Gandhi, email another radio show. You know, I will tell you this. I think it's a it's a pretty healthy attitude. But it will, is, but come on. <laughs> I, I will also tell you, having raised three children, you're either made like that or you're not. 
And you can budge your attitude by a certain percentage, but you can't go from being, I don't know, what's a, what's a good example, wound up tight to Gandhi. Yeah. Good you, for you, you can't. Carpenter from Nazareth, that you can keep that wow. attitude. But uh... Wow, your attitude is very hostile, <laughs> sir. Very <laughs> negative. Frank, I'd like to apologize. Now you've run into one of those. What do you think? Is your attitude still good there? Are you still at peace in your lotus position? Good for you. Got this note from uh, Richard, uh, who's, um, well, he, he knows about this for some reason. One of the largest food trade shows in the world was canceled yesterday due to coronavirus fears. Natural Foods Expo West in the beautiful Anaheim, California, expecting 80,000 attendees starting uh, tomorrow. But they've canceled it because of coronavirus fears. Millions and millions of dollars lost. I'm not in charge of any giant food expos, Jack, nor have I ever been. You're not? But uh, not yet, although I keep dreaming that dream. Uh, It seems crazy to me. Seems crazy. Yeah. The flu is raging, has been raging, will be raging. This thing does not seem to be any worse than the flu, certainly for healthy people in the prime of their lives. I just, there's abundance of caution, and then there's getting crazy. And this strikes me as a little crazy. we got to dig into some of the numbers behind Super Tuesday results as they are. It's really extraordinary, and it makes you wonder why. It makes you wonder all kinds of things. Yeah, we're not going to obsess over the numbers so much as try, try to understand what it means about the politics of the 21st century, man, because all the old bets are off. And laughing at experts, which I enjoy. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We are very much alive! And make no mistake about it, this campaign will send Donald Trump packing. And are starting to get to be some enthusiasm at your Biden rallies that uh, have not been heard up until now. Well, it turned from a funeral to a party. And People I'm lo- are in a, a good mood, buoyant. I'm looking at this list of states won by Biden. Alabama, Arkansas, Massachusetts, Minnesota, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Texas, Virginia. He's going to win Maine, it looks like. You got a couple for Bernie. Now, one of them is California, which keeps him close. Biden's going to be ahead at the end of this in delegates, which nobody, and I mean nobody, <laughs> Expected to happen. Right. It's a narrow lead, Jack, but a lead. Yeah, but as uh, so a number of people have pointed out, so Bernie's winning the states where a Democrat's going to win. You could run a goldfish in California. Right. And they would win. Yeah. It's it's the states where it's going to be tight. That's the candidate you got to have that wins those states. Yeah. And, uh, and, and Biden's winning those states. Bernie's winning the states. It doesn't matter who the candidate is. So it's not, not only is Biden ahead in the delegates, there's, there's all kinds of argument for why Biden should be the nominee based on the information that just showed up last night. Um, oh, that's infinitely clear. I mean, Bernie is a crackpot <laughs> and more people have to say it. 
Bernard Sanders. You're a loser. He's he's winning like your stoned states, Colorado. <laughs> your stoned hey. states. He wins Utah, <laughs> where there's 37 Democrats total, and he wins his own state. Whoop de flip. I mean, who cares? He's let's call him out for what he is. He's a maniac. Here's, <laughs> so well, is, is that what happened though last night? Was there or, or or starting Saturday night? As of Saturday morning, Joe Biden was dead. Yes. I wish I could have made a bet with somebody, and I would have known the result. I wouldn't have bet on Biden on Saturday morning. Oh, you could have gotten people to spend their life savings taking that bet. Take the time to go to that website where you've been doing the betting, and look at how the results have changed. I saw that on a screen last night. I think Uh uh, Britt Hume was on Fox looking Mm -hmm. at that. And how the results have changed in one week for Joe Biden are just extraordinary. Yeah, I wish I had the side-by-side. All they give you is the current, but... Uh, yeah, it it is extraordinary, especially given the fact that it's Joe Biden. Okay, oh, who what is I was, such a known commodity. Yeah, what I was going to say is, was there a? It, it seems like there was, but so was there a? Um, uh, what do they call it when the market like takes off the pent up something? Animal other. spirits. <laughs> that's my favorite. Like, that's one of my two favorite stock market expressions. Animal spirits and finding a firm bottom. It's like when uh, the people got money on the sidelines and they're just everybody's waiting for the moment when okay, now's the time to get in. Right. Was there was there a pent up I don't think we could Bernie Bernie will lose. I just what are we going to do? I mean, yes. it just it was just such a mess and somehow there was a signal sent through the ether to to the brains of democratic voters that this could be the guy. It can be. Oh, good! Thank God, somebody other than Bernie. Right. Well, all the Did other all that happened at once. All the other options that people were supporting dropped out and said, "Hey, support this guy." Yeah, and 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 not in the normal way either. No. Not in the normal way. I I swear that Biden Pete thing the other day was one of the most amazing political things I've ever seen. Mm. It just is a true human moment. It was not like your normal. And now I commit my delegates to this man who is no. It was a. Like a real connection between people who believe in honesty, blah, blah, blah. You don't have to like their politics, but I'm just saying it was a, it was a way more human moment than usual, usually happens right, right. in the world of politics. And I don't know, some, something happened. A whole bunch of things happened at the same time. Well, I would suggest that the emergence of Bernie as the front runner was very much like in, and Chris Matthews got fired partly for making a World War II metaphor. But if if the, <laughs> if the Japanese Navy had had appeared on the beaches of Orange County and begun some sort of invasion, you'd have seen every human being with a gun, knife, or a spoon they were able to sharpen run out of their houses and run toward the beach to fight them. There would have been a sudden, okay, this is life or death. And, and for the Democratic Party, the emergence of Bernie, who's not even a Democrat, and he's a crackpot, and he's a socialist, and he freaking praises Castro. The emergence of him as the front runner caused people to panic. And I was going to say, in defense of my dismissing Biden as dead since the moment he announced, the one thing I, I well, I, I couldn't take into account. I mean, it's like if I, if you were doing some sort of um, a, a psychology experiment. You set it up in a, in a college and you predict the results for your professor. But then your professor, in the midst of it, sets everybody on fire. And you, <laughs> you hadn't reckoned that this experiment would take place with everybody on fire. <laughs> well, people behave differently when they're on fire. And this, <laughs> this political moment, man, is insane. You, people are desperate. They're terrified. The, the, the Sunday night before last, when 60 Minutes 
emphasized the whole Castro thing. Mm-hmm. That, that could have been a huge turning point. Well, and as I shared with you yesterday, I read some great analysis from one of the columnists in the WAPO who said, Oh, this just in. Michael Bloomberg has won the lost city of Atlantis. <laughs> oh, another delegate. Projected winner. Another delegate. <laughs> An underwater delegate. But this analysis pointed out that praising Castro is death in Florida, where one out of six voters or something like that is, uh, is uh, Cuban. Cuban-American, it's death in Florida. I'm sorry. I just didn't know. (laughs) Being hardcore eliminating fracking is death in Pennsylvania. I mean, even if you, I don't care if he's a communist, as long as he wins, ha, ha, ha. I mean, even if that was your your attitude, the fact that he was poisonous in the two biggest, most important purple states, that'd be enough. So anyway, uh, the panic call went out. Everybody sided with Biden. And uh, though his lead is fairly narrow... And there are a couple of your more commie states coming up. Um, I'm talking to you, my good friends, Washington and Oregon. Uh, there are also a hell of a lot of Rust Belt states with big black populations that haven't voted yet, and they will go thoroughly to Biden. Having said that, this is my favorite take. This is my take. I got it from nobody else. Joe Biden and his campaign are clearly racist against Hispanics. It's proved, according to the intersectional, woke, uh, snowflake uh, social justice people, according to them, because Hispanic people voted heavily against him. So uh, he is he's racist toward them. Oh, but Bernie is racist toward black people because all the black folks went for Joe Biden. So they're both racists. And all those groups, I mean, as a black person, a Hispanic person, you can't possibly have free will or, or intelligence or anything like that. You just you, you run about in in herds, like some sort of beast. Um, but Biden got all the black folks, and Bernie got all the uh, Hispanic folks. And the only thing that can explain that is racism. That's sensational take aside. Um, uh, I was watching Rahm Emanuel last night, and he said, this is a big deal that the black-brown coalition has split this way. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a big deal going forward, if, if, if it continues, because that's always been seen as, well, a thing. You know, the black-brown the people of color group. Well, sure. they split pretty, pretty, pretty clearly Yeah, uh, last night. The other great takeaway, and this doesn't matter at all. Um, Elizabeth Warren finished third among women. She lost her own state, which yes. is just never done. She finished third among women in her own state. So can we put to rest forever the idea that if you don't, say nice things about a female candidate, it's misogyny. She finished third among women in her own state. Well, Women preferred two dudes at her right. where they know her the best. Right. So if a guy also got that feeling from Elizabeth Warren, God, she seems like she's yelling at me a lot. Yeah. And didn't like her. It's not misogyny. It's just her being annoying. Well, it was a lie when Hillary said it. It's a lie when Elizabeth Warren has claimed that it's a lie, and people will continue to lie. So, no, we cannot put it to rest forever. We we should. You know, in a perfect world, we would. But, eh. you know, one more thought on the racial thing. Because, you know me, uh, Joe Getty, for new listeners to the show, I despise the... The assumption that certain uh, ethnic groups, racial groups, will always vote the same, and if you don't, you get chewed out by your own people. And the re- I find that so dehumanizing and paternalistic; it's disgusting to me. But 
having said that, Van Jones, who, uh, where does he apply his trade these days? CNN? Doesn't matter. I believe um, that's right. He said, because they, you know, Bernie last night gave his, his standard speech, yelling, yelling and, and spitting on the microphone and the rest of it, about the Democratic establishment is scared because they know we've got a revolution. And, and Van Jones said, um, working class black people are the millionaires and billionaires in the establishment. That's pretty good. That are, that are opposing you, Bernie. That's what are good. you talking about? That's pretty good. I thought it was really good. Because he was talking about, and, and he knows, he was talking about the church ladies who, who have the, the beautiful dress and the big hat, and you give them a, a hug on Sunday morning, and you smell like Chanel number 5 the rest of the day. But those ladies are trying to choose between their electric bill and their, their medicine because they're you know on a fixed income or they don't make a lot of money or whatever. And he said, these are the people who are the establishment that you're yelling about? I thought it was pretty powerful. So where that leads, I just hope it leads toward more independent thinking. And, and you know, I would love to see black America in particular swing a little more uh, pro-free market and less toward dependence, more toward opportunity than government handouts, because I think that's dehumanizing as well. But, you know, one, I have my little dream. One more note from the results, and then we'll probably take a break from it uh, for a while. Um. And uh, Biden mentioned this in his uh, rousing speech last night about how they increased turnout. The the talk was, you see, Bernie can make can get the turnout up so much. That's how they'll beat Trump. Bernie brings out the people. He hasn't. He he is actually uh, bringing out fewer people than he did last time around when he ran. Biden increased turnout in the states he won by a ton. Turnout in Virginia nearly doubled compared to 2016. Joe Biden got as many votes. As Hillary and Bernie combined, well, a and lot, that and that played out in a number of places. A lot of the experts, Jack, have been talking about how Biden will raise turnout. Um, whoops, I'm sorry. What was that? Nobody has said that, not once ever, and yet it is clearly true. Yeah. So much for the analysis who, of the talking heads. Who would have predicted that? But yeah. So that's Ooh. a pretty good argument for for. So there's a the, the most likely thing right now. Is Joe Biden goes into the he doesn't get the 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 amount needed to automatically get it, but he goes in ahead of Bernie, right, and with a much better argument. And Bernie's been making the argument all along. The yeah. person with the most oh, delegates yeah. should win. Oh, that's I, 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 I was drunk when I said that. <laughs> that's hilarious. I retracted. No, what I said in 2016. Right. What I that was the correct. That I've was been like... misquoted accurately. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. This is my little sister, Valerie, and I'm Jill's husband. Oh, no, this is the, Oh, you switched on me. This is my wife. This is my sister. The senile Joe Biden doesn't even know his wife from his sister. It's a <laughs> Freudian nightmare. It's incest. It's horrific. So if you're just tuning in, I assume you know this. Biden had a huge, like, one of the most... Amazing things that's happened in political history night, uh, completely out of nowhere. And Not a joke. And is currently in the lead. <laughs> I love that. Um, I'm more on that later, but this is from the dispatch this morning. Oh, 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 this oh go funny. ahead with your dispatch. Coming up, a statistic from Texas that will shock you. Yeah. And if you swing right, 
it'll shock you in a positive way. Biden was behind positive a, shock. Does a, that a, even <laughs> exist? A week ago, oh, it could. Yeah, if like the the publisher's clearinghouse shows up with a check for a million dollars, that'd be a shock, but positive. A defibrillator, so, positive shock. It's a good point. So one of those coming as up. recently as four days ago, Biden was down by double digits in Texas and won last night. Mm-hmm. It's just incredible. At least you're not Mike Bloomberg on this Wednesday morning, says the dispatch. Uh-oh. Poor guy spent half a billion dollars for the right to be embarrassed in two nationally televised debates, relitigate a bunch of sexual harassment allegations against him, and come out of Super Tuesday looking like a joke. That's true. Not only did he not do well last night, his whole brand, his whole look, is ruined for the rest of his life. Yes. He came off horribly in the debate, and oh yeah, you're a pig. We Not all of us knew that, but now we do. Yes. <laughs> that might be the worst spent half a billion dollars in the history let's, of money. Let's not discourage billionaires from being reckless with their money. I think we need more of that. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Although, uh, when they announced he won American Samoa, I thought he's going to win the whole thing. This, this oh, is yeah. his night. <laughs> you, you, that's right. As American Samoa goes, so goes America. That's what you've been saying for years. Uh, <laughs> although old Bloomy says he's hanging in. Well, he's, At least that's the latest word. Well, I, I was following one of my pundits last night, and, they, they, and the pundit said, uh, well, I'm, uh, I also am going to go to bed and wake up in the morning and, and reassess my viability. <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> he is reassessing his viability today, and most people seem to think he's such a data guy, he's going to recognize, I can't win, but he's going to full-throatedly and full-dollardly uh, well put. Uh, throw, throw everything behind somebody. I believe he is as good as his word that he was in to defeat Trump, Yeah, and so he will throw his, his money at Biden. There's no way he goes for Bernie. No, he's but, just God, if he throws his money at Biden, so you got the Biden whatever it is likability, normalness, whatever it is that's appealing to people, and I'm not exactly sure what it is, but... Well, he's uh, just, he seems like a decent guy. But if we owe these truths to be self-evident. He want to... All men and women created by... Go, you know the, you know the thing. You know the thing, <laughs> Jack. Half the states he won, he'd never visited and had no poll workers. Right. You combine whatever it's he's... great strategy. You combine his mojo with Bloomberg's... I'll hire a thousand poll workers for every state right. and pay them twice what they've ever been paid before. Now, just watch this. You, you combine those two <laughs> things. I don't know. That might be pretty tough. Are yeah. there campaign contribution restrictions that prevent him from doing that for somebody uh, other than his campaign? No, or you, you just, so. Well, yes, but if you can't get your way around them, yeah. you're very stupid. I don't okay. see you just how form you a political action committee, and gotcha. then you don't coordinate with the candidate, please. Anyway, so here's your shocking statistic for Texas. And you've heard it a hundred times probably if you're into politics because those in the media just love this idea that Texas, uh, long uh, the staunchly red state, is turning purple and could turn blue. Well, you know, it could someday down the road. But for now, and a quick aside, we're obsessed with the presidency in this country and it's not healthy and we ought to stop. There are a lot of uh, different things on the ballot, but let's go ahead and concede that yesterday... The turnout was driven by the presidential race. Oh, sure. Okay? And obviously, Donald J. is running practically unopposed. So you would presume that the Democratic turnout in Texas would just be monstrous. Well, the Democrats turned out um, about... uh, Well, it looks like the total turnout of Republicans and Democrats was about the same. There are 2 million Republicans 
who turned out to vote yesterday for Donald J. Two million. That's something. And you add all the uh, Democrats together, and I'm doing some quick math in my head. It's about the same. Um, so, you know, what that means, we'll have to see down the road. But uh, Donald won, by the way. Uh, Donald Trump, the incumbent. We are assessing our viability and uh, seeing if we want to go forward. Oh, you know what I ought to check, really, is uh, uh, Bill Weld for uh, for Michael, because he's really been touting the Weld candidacy. Uh, Donald Trump got 1.9 million votes. Bill Weld got 16,000 in Texas. I want to talk more about Joe Walsh, uh, Rocky Mountain Way Joe Walsh. Same number, oddly enough. I want to talk more about precisely the same number. How does that happen? Early voting later. That's the only thing that saved Bernie at all. Yes. The polling on that is amazing. Like two to one in a lot of states where um, if people had waited and, you know, let everything play out, seen the 60 Minutes interview about Castro, watched Biden in South Carolina, et cetera, et cetera, they went Biden's way. Mm-hmm. But if they voted, you know, a month ago, they voted for Bernie. Right. Um, is this early voting here to stay? Is it a good idea? There's all kinds of reasons why it's a terrible idea. We can talk about that more later. Well, if you're just voting based on so-called electability, who's most likely to win? Why wouldn't you wait? Probably the same reason a lot of us got sucked into discussing this stuff a few months ago. You you forget the extent to which the voters have no idea what they're doing until the very last minute. And so just because the guy's the lead dog in in, you know February doesn't mean he's going to be worth a damn in March. James Carville uh, was on fire on MSNBC last night. We'll play some of what he had to say. He wakes up on fire. Yeah. I did miss Chris Matthews, but if he could keep, uh, you know, from... uh... Sassing the ladies there in the makeup chair. He'd have been on there last night. 